Vegas. Welcome Ooh. to the episode called Double Decker. Double Decker. Yeah, we're in fucking Vegas. Um, we <laughs> we took Frontier here. Uh, yeah, that's a long flight on Frontier. Uh, my poor everything was going numb. Yeah, 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 and uh. It was it was a sub. We said, you know, I said I would never sit on a frontier flight for more than four hours, but we definitely did. It was it was like a, a solid five hours. Four and a half. Wait, was it five? Maybe it was five. Yeah. Yeah, I it just, was a it was a long freaking flight. Doesn't doesn't matter. You know, I thought the seats reclined a little bit. Like no, not at all. When we were booking the flight, like I forgot mm -hmm. about that part. Like even spirits. Seats recline. Uh, I haven't flown Spirit in quite some time, but they uh, they do. Uh, Frontier is the only only airline that does not have reclining seats. Like they don't even have to say that part. Please make sure your seatbelts are buckled and your seats are fully in their upright position and no, your tray boards are in their upright position. They don't <laughs> have to say part two. No, because that's not a possibility. Yeah, they literally don't even say it. I just realized that. But you know what? Frontier gets us there, so... You know, it sure fucking did. And it was less than $200, guarantee it, for so... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was. And then we got a lot of luggage because, you know, oh, we are talking about all this equipment. trying to ordeal. Trying to uh, bring you guys along for the ride, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, stopped at Hella Security for the mics. Uh, Did a lot of weigh-in. Andrea's got a, a weight travel scale. We haven't talked about that. I haven't used it before this trip. Uh, that's insane to me because that is important. I Well, n I mean, I've never flown these budget airline well first of all the airlines like just whoa turned you never flown <laughs> that's budget a lie before? definitely whoa all right i try to act like i'm bougie but that was not the time because that is absolutely wrong and i've flown allegiant a lot of times but i i guess allegiant is i don't know did they start the oh, 40 God. pound max like who started the 40 pound max they 50? all did it at the same time no i I'm feel like delta I, thought. I think delta and united are still 50 pounds now I'm curious. Yeah, please look that up because I'm actually going to fly Delta next month. So, you know, good to know. I'm going to move your mic a little bit closer to you. Thank you. Try to. Your first Delta, according to Delta.com, your first standard check bag, under 50 pounds, each way is $30. So thank you, Delta, oh, shit. for still supporting fair baggage weight limits. Yeah. We appreciate you. The biggest the biggest bag i have which is like honestly i feel like that's normal size for everyone the bigger bag that i have yeah i would say so yeah there's no way you can not go over 40 pounds if you pack that whole thing exactly you had so much extra room i had so much extra room and my quote big bag is smaller than your big bag and mm -hmm. like yeah i've i've definitely can fit over 40 pounds in it but like i had so much extra room too like 40, it's just like, now that the airlines have changed this, they need to just start making luggage smaller because nobody's paying a $100 overage fee. I mean, I guess if you're moving or something. That's you know it. what I mean? Yeah, like you're just so stressed. Like you're just I like, I don't fucking care. If I wasn't, um, uh, if, you, if I wasn't driving, you know what I mean? Like to my spots where I work and stuff like that. If I wasn't driving and yeah, if I was you're flying. Contracts, yeah. Yeah. Then hands down, that makes sense. But yeah, if you had to bring months worth of shit with you, but at that point it's like literally cheaper to check multiple, I mean, for Delta, for example, 30 bucks. I think it's like, yeah, but who wants to carry all those bags? Nobody. We learned that we can only push two bags at a time comfortably <laughs> on this trip. <laughs> only dropped her bags, I don't know, like five times, whatever. It's I mean, my backpack was fine. It's only rough on carpet. And oh, yeah, it was rough. In, rough, rough. in Vegas hotels that were built in 1972. Yeah, besides that, on hardwood floors, it's fine. We can handle multiple bags. Except for oh, down. Island. Going into, the, oh, my, the Ubers hated us. 
And the taxi saved Oh my god, yeah, we needed a fucking XL Uber because we had so much <laughs> fucking luggage with us. They're like, we can't, we can't have you go in this taxi because you have too much. I mean, to get in into, like, I don't know. You guys, all we had was one big bag and one quote big bag that had less than 40 pounds in it. Right, and then our carry-on. Carry and, and then, then a book bag. Yeah. Yeah, like, just normal traveling for a 14-day trip. I think that's pretty solid. I'm yeah. out of clothes already. I feel like we definitely packed more than I would normally, but the fact that we have equipment, one, two, it was a festival. True. Yeah, you always have to pack more for festivals. That's a whole, that's a whole packing cube worth of space. And at least. Shit. At, at well, least. I'm just talking about the festival accessories and makeup. Oh, no, that's it's like, a packing cube that's for more me. for me. I'm not talking about like clothes, just accessories oh, and makeup, okay. like lashes and makeup. and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you now. Like straps, whatever. Yeah, crazy. Um, okay, so your weight scale. All right, we're just going to touch on this real quick because we've never talked about it and it's fucking life-changing. Oh, like the How baggage you scale? For that? Yeah, it's a baggage scale. It's just like, got this little like little hook on it and you just hook it onto the top of your luggage and, and lift hold it. it up. Yeah. I've never seen anything so like it. So at like Walmart, um, they're, they used to carry them at Walmart all the time and they were like eight bucks. Maybe. Eight fucking dollars? Yeah. I was thinking you bought it on Amazon for like 25 No. Six. So Amazon, I'm pretty sure you can buy it for about the same price. And I think I did have to wind up Amazoning it. I went to two different Walmarts and I don't know when I bought it. I was definitely obviously going to travel somewhere. Oh, last minute and stress and shit. Yeah, yeah. I was, it was very last minute and I was like, um, I went to two different Walmarts, couldn't find one. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, is everyone traveling right now? Like, I don't understand. Maybe it was before the holidays or something. I don't know. But I wound up ordering it on Amazon, but there's, you can walk into a Walmart and get one. Hell yeah. That's amazing. I had no idea that they were that, they were that cheap either. That's like so worth it because like that anxiety of like fuck is my bag forty one pounds. I feel like like I mean what I was doing the whole time is getting on my scale, then picking up the bag <laughs> and getting back on my scale. And most of the time it would like air out. I feel like the only way it would have worked if I like held it over my head like fucking she man or something. I don't know, but I'm not strong enough for that because it was almost fifty pounds. It was sixty two pounds. No lie, Andrea. If the math was right between my weight, it was 62 pounds. 62 40 pounds. 40 is the max, so. Damn, what did you put in there? I got rid of some shit, but I don't. I don't it wasn't right, though. Oh, yeah, no. it wasn't right because we tested it with your weight scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was only, it was underweight. But I had taken several things out at that yeah. point because I thought it was 62 pounds. Okay, anyways, we're in Vegas. We came a night early. We got a last-minute flight. I didn't have to take off of work. That was legit. We were planning on leaving on a Thursday, and we had a 9.30 Frontier flight. And so we... Got in real late. We almost missed the flight, because I was like, oh, we have plenty of time. We're at the, the Columbia restaurant and the Yeah, no big deal. Whatever. Last, <laughs> literally, I went to the bathroom. Thank God. It last call for our flight. I'm like, bitch, we got to go. Yeah, she's about to leave my ass. Like, well, I was point. like, at least... Anyways, went to the bathroom, heard last call, right? And then, I didn't hear that part. I missed that part of the story. And then I'm like, bitch, we got to go. And I'm like, at least I'm going to get there first so I can stop them and be like, don't shut the doors don't. until this bitch God. Comes, in, comes behind me. She's like, oh, shutting the door in two minutes. And I'm like looking around for you like... You did look back for me, at least. Um, yeah. I was going to leave her. The worst part is, is that we got there like an hour and 45 yeah, almost 30, two 45 hours. minutes early. And well, I'm still we, the last person on the fucking flight. We, well, I don't mind being the last person I sitting down. It. Me either. But um, it was because we got there so early. It, it actually didn't, we were the first ones to do everything. Check our bags, go through security. We're the first ones in the rush, and that's why we got through so fast. Even if we did have to check our mics and all this other bullshit electronics, Hey, we were it's the first we ones. There. Yeah, like it would have taken us longer yeah. if we gotten there 15 minutes later. It would have taken yes. us like another literally half a half 15 hour minute difference. To fucking check in. Would have taken us forever. Check our bags, anyways. Yeah, so we were stoked to come on Wednesday night because we st were staying on the strip at the Luxor. And um, that's the pyramid, guys. The pyramid with the light at the top. And I have never been to the strip. This is my second time in Vegas. We went to Life is Beautiful Festival last year. And that is located in Old Vegas. So I stayed in Old Vegas, but I never saw, like, the, the actual strip. strip. 
there's like Ratchet Vegas and then there's Ratchet Ratchet Vegas and that is Fremont Street, <laughs> aka Old Town Las Vegas. Like put it down. Super like classy tacky, like Oh, it's super tacky. Vegas is just tacky Vegas in general. Vegas is tacky in itself, but it's like old school tacky. I think it's just like the Marilyn Monroe pictures in our hotel that just make me feel better about it, but it's okay. <laughs> That's so cute. So tell them about, um, so like what our thing was, what we planned, like why we went to the strip, what, what did we plan? And, oh, by the way, our elevator was on a 39-degree angle, so... Yeah, the fucking pyramid elevator is weird. You're going up the side, and you feel like yep. you're tripping. It's fucking weird. So, we came early to Vegas because I needed to explore the Strip. Andrea has ridden the double-decker hop-on, hop-off tour, and uh, we just love us a double-decker now. I love, I've always loved the double decker. I'm a big fan. I bet you have. But uh, <laughs> as far as buses go, bus tours go, it was, it was a fucking blast. Uh, we were on the top floor, obviously. Obviously, we're duh tops. Um, so what? this was your first time on a double decker, right? Yeah. I mean, I didn't really know what I was missing out on. I didn't know. You never knew. I never really thought about a double decker, but we were up there. Oh, we were up there. I'm, I'm telling you. Um, so we did the Ghost City Pass again. Shout what? out again to Ghost City. We love you. So uh, we picked whatever things on there. D uh, the double decker was on there. Yeah. So, so that, that was great. Would have been like seventy bucks in itself, maybe at least 50, 65. 65, something like that. Yeah. So it's a hop on, hop off tour. Um, we've talked about that before. We love them in other cities. We've done it in like San Diego and in Boston and whatnot. But uh, we, um, it goes from downtown Vegas to old Vegas, mm -hmm. which like the strip to downtown. Yeah. So like old Vegas to the strip. Um, and there's like eight different or 12 different, I think there's like 12 different stops. But um, it's great scattered throughout. It's great just to ride and see the strip because yeah. one, you're not driving, and two, you're on the top level. You're not walking either. Yeah, you're on the top level. You can see everything from above. Because the strip is massive. If oh, you yeah. haven't been to Vegas, like, you, uh, you know, I just pictured it like this, you know, maybe a mile long strip. You could walk the whole thing. No. No, no it's not like that. No. It's big. I mean, it doesn't look big when you're flying over or, like, far away because it's the desert in comparison. True. There's, like, all you have to compare it to is the mountains, which yeah. are, like, further than they look, probably. So, everything's giant when you get up close to everything. True. But, yeah, it's a solid, like, what, three-mile strip at least. At least. Probably five miles. I was going to say. Probably seven. Who knows? Um, yeah, the double decker was fun. You, we always love those tours because, like, they teach you about the city. Like, sh random shit you would never hear elsewhere. Like, the New York, New York Hotel is the smallest hotel on the strip, even though it looks massive because it's like a replica of 10 different New York buildings. It's pretty cool looking. All of the gaudiness is pretty cool. I mean, it's it's over the top, and that's why people like Vegas, because it's just so much. I just, like, hate it and love it at the same time. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. It's very mixed emotions, Vegas. So, um, ratchet, do you prefer the top or the bottom? I'm not even going to try the bottom, but definitely top in all <laughs> situations. I'm not going to try the bottom of a double-decker is what I'm getting at. But, uh... There, there are some, some, <laughs> some times that you need to be on the bottom. For sure. For sure. <laughs> when it comes to buses, though, no. Um, maybe trains. What? Whoa. <laughs> that was joke, guys. Whoa. Okay, we're that kind of train. We're not there I yet. I warned you that I was not sober. Yeah, not the dirty time of the hour. We're still on. So, wait. So... I just want to mention real quick that the Vegas Ghost City Pass does have food on there, which is yeah. great. Yeah, like, you know, we were only there, well, we were there for, I mean, we're a hot minute. We were only we were on there the for strip a hot minute. for a fucking, not even 24 hours, but like, and you know, we're well, in the main old strip, Vegas, yeah. so like, we don't have time to do shit other than the festival in old Vegas because yeah. that's what we came here for. and. All we do is eat, sleep, rave, repeat when we come to these things because we don't get a fucking Correct. bed till four um, at minimum. But, uh, yeah, what was my train of thought? 
<laughs> we didn't have a lot of time, is what you're saying, on oh, the street. Yeah, so like we were able to use two of our Go City passes because you buy a group of. I wonder if we could have bought four. But anyways, we got six. We got six, and we used four of them the first day. Hmm, okay. So we, we wound up using five out of the six. Oh, that's legit. Okay. So I don't feel so bad that yeah. we bought six. I mean, if we wound up doing one more thing, if we had a little extra time. Yeah. If we weren't so fucking tired from, you know, journeying all over or across America. and um, frontier flights. <laughs> I was going to say the flight. Um, I would say so, but... It's okay. It, it worked. Like, five yeah, out of six. so, like, we had to eat regardless. So, the fact that we could just, eat, you know, quote, waste, not waste, use one of our Go City passes on uh, eating. On food. Yeah, like, we got, like, 20 like bucks every- off a piece. Like, our checks were cheap as shit. Yeah. I mean, everyone's got to eat, so. And that restaurant was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Met a friend. Oh, um, lordy. <laughs> oh, lordy. Anything else you want to talk about before we go into... You know the ascension over no, here, girl. Let's let's go ahead and level up on theme with our double decker episode. Obvi, we'd only sit on the top of the bus. Yes, and you know what? It takes a long time to get to the top of the bus. Sure does. It's a very metamorphosis. Is is that what butterflies do? <laughs> metamorphosis. <laughs> Oh, Lord. It's a very cathartic journey that we're going through. Okay, yeah. I don't know I if mean, that's the right word, but it's fine. I, I believe, like, when you are leveling yourself up, right? Mm-hmm. You're getting, you're, you're trying something new, just like you were trying something new with the double-decker. True. Right? Why does it sound dirty? Anyways, continue. I'm sorry. I mean, it's going to get dirty, but, you know. It will. Uh, anyways, so, you know. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't mean to break things here, but um, anyways, when you get on, you know, you're on the first level. You got to climb that staircase up to the top level. It's going to take you a while to get to the top. Takes a lot of experiences. Takes a lot of knowing yourself. We're talking about leveling up in life. You also got to walk up the stairs, you know, to get this to the top of the bus. So, got to level it up. What what stair would you say you're on out of... Well, I'm not even going to put a cap on it because we know we always have room to grow. Yeah. Always, always, always have room to grow. Um, have I got through the first level of the bus? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Definitely. Same. I feel like we're like mid-stair. 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 <laughs> Stare. <laughs> I hope anyone is understanding our um, what's <laughs> hypothesis. Not no. <laughs> the fuck is the name? What is the word? I'm not sure. It starts with M. Metaphoric. Me- metaphoric comparison. Oh god. Metaphor. Our metaphor. I hope everyone. I hope anyone is understanding our metaphor, but. We're talking about growing into yourself, essentially. Yeah. And so when did you say that you would you started, like, leveling up? I came out of a unique... I'm going to be nice. A unique relationship. That means it was shit, guys. <laughs> I was trying to be nice. Um, in 2020, yeah, that relationship really fucking sucked. And it, like, broke me down in a lot of ways. And maybe question some things about myself and then I somehow um, realized that I was not in a good place and got myself the fuck out of there and um, ever since then I've just been like I've always been good on my own but like this sounds like I'm like I don't need nobody it just made me realize that like I really don't need anything else but myself yeah because I will if depending on like how you view relationships which i think we both view it as it's not a necessity no and I, I thought it was before that relationship honestly so no. like i realized that I'm, I'm gonna be fine regardless and if i got into another relationship and my heart got broken again i'm gonna be fucking fine mm-hmm. yeah i mean i like growing to that point that's this state of mind that we're in right now yeah i've never been here before it's so nice it's fucking awesome it's so nice because now like there's nothing holding you to anything toxic nope 
there's I see through it now. Yep. And when you're learned. dating, you're avoiding a lot of red flags because you just don't want to deal with that bullshit. Yeah. And you know better. You know better than to like. Like if you don't treat yourself that way, why would I take it from someone else? Exactly. Exactly. And that's that's what leveling up is, like treating yourself right and then expecting the same from everybody else. Yeah. Like cuz we deserve it. Everybody deserves it. It took a long time to I feel like I've always had that in the back of my mind just because I've just always been an independent person. Definitely. But have. I think I'm a little too independent I, in a way. I would agree. Um that, you know, needs probably some therapy. <laughs> we all do. We all do. Uh, but, you know, that constant drive of, like, survival, I'm fine on my own. I will not trust anyone. I will do things myself. Yep. Woo! So, you know, looking at a relationship as a necessity was never really in, like, my point have, of view. Do you still have those, like, I don't trust anyone walls up? I think yes, and I find myself trying to relax on it more often. Mm -hmm. um, and then sometimes it bites me in the ass because I'll be like, okay, I trusted this person with this, I don't know, what task, whatever task. Mm -hmm. And then they fall through and I'm like, fuck, I should just do everything myself. But then mm -hmm. it goes to the overwhelming, like, I cannot do everything myself. It's literally impossible to do everything myself. Yeah, you just have to let some shit go. I definitely understand that. Like, I think that's the perfectionism in us, too. I honestly, one day we need to talk about the Enneagram. Yeah, we do. Because I'm an eight. If anyone knows what the fuck an eight is on the Enneagram, good for you. Because that's what I am, so. I forget. It's you too, is he? Uh, so I'm like the maverick. So I'm like an eight with whatever the seven or whatever but yeah i have to read about that we're gonna have to talk about it I yeah we'll talk about it in a while day. i forget what i am but it was very 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 on point when we talk about the enneagram which in general i'll we'll like explain a little bit it's like a personality test almost yeah we can talk about myers-briggs too because that's really cool so um yeah that's that's pretty much what we're talking about but anyways let's talk about the side effects of leveling up because it is great, personally. I love, I love leveling up. I love being a better version of myself, always. Um, but it comes with things that are sad. It does, like people judge you, kind of. Like, I don't know how else to say it, but for like loving yourself too much, or like they take it personally, or like some people think I'm vain for having this podcast, for example, like. I think it's a little bit of jealousy. For and sure just not understanding yeah because what we don't understand is scary yeah it's like not relating to it like i don't i wouldn't do that so i don't understand why you mm -hmm. would do that or it's, it's really just coming from their inner self and like their insecurities like mm -hmm. i can't ever see myself having a podcast so like why do you think you're fucking good enough to do it but right I yeah. don't care if people are listening or not. This is fun. But we do appreciate y'all listening. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, of course. We appreciate all of our listeners. But did we do it for fame or, like, to, no. to like, we have, like, a, like in Hollywood? Like, like something followers. Like, we're definitely not planning on getting famous. But we're just here to talk. We think we're kind of, I think we're kind of wild. So, people think we're kind of wild. That comes with leveling that's, up. People think we're fucking crazy. Yeah, that is true. I We had so many people approach us. And just talking to each other, we're like, yo, we got to do, s well, I feel like we should do something because we're just not like everybody. <laughs> like, we're just a little different. Yeah. In our own way. But um, how about, like, losing family and friends? Yeah. I mean, I've definitely been fortunate enough to not, quote, like, lose family, but it, my way of living uh, as, like, a free gypsy soul is what I call myself like has definitely brought on a lot of judgment from family from and friends. family and like you know parts of my family are very supportive and, and love me no matter what and other parts are just like think I'm fucking crazy and like don't understand why I live my life this way but it's it is what it is you know and like 
I'm sure my family talks about me behind my back. I mean, I, I know they do. I don't think they just like straight shit talk to me, but they're more like, she's crazy. Like they went out with my high school, one of my high school friends right. the other night and he was like, all of her going and partying is going to catch up with her. And mom tells me that like, so-and-so said that, you know, it's all going to catch up with you. And I'm like, I mean, yeah, not really. I'm just yellowing it out over here still. Um, I don't. Wow. Wow, Copper. Um, I don't think people looking in can fully understand what's going on in, in your brain, one. And two, what we're doing. I mean, yeah, we're traveling and we're going out. But all they're saying is so maybe you guys, too, because you guys, I mean, you guys got a little bit of insight because we talk about it. But you guys are seeing, especially the people on Instagram, you guys are seeing way different from the outside than what we're actually doing. Like the hard True. work, and I'm sure we'll have an episode about that, but the hard work that we do, you know, yoga, stretching, meditating, you know, our little, yeah, our little decompress, going decompress. to school, studying. Yeah, there's a, like a lot more to our lives than like what you just see on social media. We work our asses off to play our asses off pretty much. Yeah. I mean, no one's coming to me, asking me at work. You know what I mean? Like, I work, you work, we all do things have outside you lost, of this. Have you lost family or friends from leveling up, uh, quote yes. unquote? Leveling up doesn't mean that it's like an elevator and you just go up. Yeah, we're not. Also, I want to make it clear that we're not comparing ourselves to anyone else. No. Like, we're only comparing ourselves to ourselves. Yeah. It's not an elevator. It's not straight up. It is more like those. It is more like a staircase, because you're gonna stop at each level, like each stair, and take another step, and take another step, and take another step. Mm -hmm. You're not going straight up. No one goes straight up. I'm sorry. No, it's like the Luxor pyramid elevator. Oh, <laughs> We're going <laughs> sitting sideways. We're sitting sideways. Going man. up, but at like a 40. Oh, it was a. 39 degree 39 angle. degree angle but yeah no one's going straight up like you're you gotta there's stops along the way there's steps that you slowly get up and you're gonna be sore from fucking climbing steps you'll feel it it doesn't it's not always everyone's this whole toxic positivity of like yes we love leveling up but there's also we're leveling up and we're also telling you there's things that we don't like about leveling up also. Yeah, I mean, you, you get knocked back down and like question yourself and your worth a little, like, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, like, every time, like you're overthink. well, we overthink in general as human beings, but you're overthinking everything. Like I said, I've lost family and different kinds of family along the way. So I could have been on my second stair let's say, mm -hmm. and I would lo I lost uh, a cousin, I don't know, something like that. Mm -hmm. And then as I'm climbing up, I'm losing more and more family. And, then and I'm question, outgrowing like, friends. Am I doing something wrong? Like, am I, but you're not. You just have to remind yourself, like, you're living yeah. your life for you. Yeah, and well, it, that's also going into, like, um, talking about your values. Mm -hmm. Like, there's some, um, when you date and stuff like that, you're leveling up, right? You're trying to find definitely someone that is on your level, or at least getting there, I feel like right? These standards keep getting higher and fucking higher. Well, yes, <laughs> of course. We leveling up. We're out leveling here. up. But I mean, if they're like, you know, I die for my mom or my family or this, that's great. I, you know what? I appreciate people like that in the world. Mm -hmm. But I'm telling you right now that my extended family that's not it's not my number one honestly it's not my number one i just blocked all my extended family from instagram yeah i mean you ha you might have or be really close to like one of your family members or and i'm not saying that you can't be i'm just saying what's that what do they call that when you come into the world you're alone when you go out in the world you're alone true shit so I'm not saying you need to be alone all the time. Yeah, appreciate who the fuck you have around you, mm -hmm. but make sure they're appreciating you too. Mm -hmm. And they're not just low-key Don't like, prioritize someone that doesn't prioritize you. Definitely, and yeah. People say that a lot about 
friends and boyfriends and all this. What about your fucking family? True. Like this whole blood thicker than water, not about it. I know, that's just like an outdated way of thinking. It's just, you know, hopefully that, I don't want to say hopefully that dies with our parents' generation. God, that sounds morbid, I'm sorry. Not that I want that generation to die because I don't want to love you, mom. It's just, it, it, it's just not real. It's not realistic. Mm -mm. Blood can be thicker than water, but it, most time it's not because we just have this false sense of like needing to like be associated well, with each other. I don't want to like make this any deeper than it is, but um, if anyone took ethics, <laughs> I had to. <laughs> I feel like I took that as elective, but I don't remember anything. I had to take ethics, and they talk about the parent, the parent and the you know son daughter relationship, right? Mm -hmm. Do you feel if you're a parent that feels like your son or daughter owes you something for raising you, uh -huh. right? <laughs> yeah. Right. That's this whole thing, and. Um, sometimes we'll see it in cultures. Like, we see it a lot yeah. in cultures. In, like, very core family cultures. Yeah. But it's also, like, that's an outdated way of thinking because we are not dependent on family anymore. But if we went back to more of a nomadic type of society, we would have to depend on family. We and would have to. And that's kind of kind of where we're heading, I feel like. That's, I, that's definitely where it comes from. But as in, like, when you're taking this ethics, you're pretty much learning that they made the decision to raise you as an adult right like to raise you they made the decision to have you yeah you had no unfortunately no you don't control have, you have no control no decision at that time but when you become an adult you do and they said there are benefits don't get me wrong they're not saying like <laughs> Once you turn an adult, like, totally, like, peace out, fam. <laughs> like, yeah. That's not what they're saying. They're just saying that you, your own, you're your own person, and you should not feel obligated towards your family. Wow. I can't believe ethics actually teaches yeah. that. Yeah, definitely didn't teach so, that. Take uh, ethics. I would remember that. But they say that it kind of goes the other way, too. Those are the people that have known you since birth. There is... A positive side to keeping those people around in your life does that make sense yes but what is it I mean so they're the ones that have known you for that long like no one's just the time right just the time that you've spent with them like the quality time the things they've taught you you should be appreciative and it just depends on you yourself on how you want to give that back but you, sh you don't, what they're saying is you, you should not feel obligated. There is no obligation to your parents. Wow, that really like hits pretty deep. Like once again, I love you mom, but it's like she resents me for how I've changed. Like, yeah, she's seen me change so much in my life, but she doesn't get it, you know? Yeah. Cause she doesn't like it. I think she'd just rather it'd be different for me. I, don't have my own kids, so I can't speak for that. But even if you look at your siblings, right? Mm -hmm. Those are another, that's another person besides your, your, obviously your parents know you throughout your whole life, but your siblings know you pretty much your whole life, mm -hmm. right? That's one of the closest family members you for have sure. to you. Think about how many siblings do not like each other and do not keep in touch. Right, There's so no obligation at all but like i said there is like you, the appreciation of knowing that person for that amount of time and you know what think about uh those siblings that don't like each other right mm -hmm. why don't they like each other it's because they don't agree with how they be like how what they've done what they believe and what their they lifestyle. Be, what believe what they become what their choices are that's because they're their own adult. You have your own mind. You make your own choices. They recognize what your ethics class is teaching, that they're exactly. not obligated to the sister. And I feel like subconsciously it must be easier to, like, cut off your sibling than it is your parent because you have this inherent feeling of indictment. Yeah. You owe them. You owe them. That's, that's how we were. That's crazy. That's, like, a societal thing. It and like is. I said, it's, it, in a lot of cultures it's that way. 
and I get it. Like you said, we're kind of like getting to the point where they were talking about how um, I'm 27. So they're saying if I had a kid, right? I had mm -hmm. a kid that's like, I don't know, not even, I just had a baby, right? Mm -hmm. Say I just had a baby. In 16 plus years, they will not be able to afford anything. Like as in, they will not be able to own property, a home, nothing. Where are you reading? I mean, I I inherit like I intuitively believe this and knew this already, but like yeah, so people like, are actually publishing that. Yeah, so like uh, the socioeconomic, if you read some of the articles and stuff fuck. like that. So they're saying with uh, you know how much money and inflation and all this stuff that we're creating, right? In 16 plus years, we're like saying, pretending this kid's gonna become an adult soon. So right, like. 16 to 20 some years right mm -hmm. 2040 right so if we're saying that um they're saying that you need to buy a house now mm. for them right and then they're saying that uh to pretty much rent it out save that money and then be like here you go here's the house because you will fuck? never be able to afford it that's they're saying that's like the best gift that you can no what shit I can't. I mean, well, I'm. We were just talking about how we can't afford a house, barely. Yeah, like, like not by myself. You know, like we we're talking about buying a house together, and multiple, like a lot of friends are doing that now because yeah. it's not realistic for us to buy uh, a fucking house. Shout out, Dirty Journey followers! You're about to have some Airbnbs pop up Yay! from Dirty Journey. It's gonna be great. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, that is fucked. You still want babies after reading that art article? I have always wanted to have babies. I know, and I understand, but I, I, I that. Mm. One of the many I mean, there you're not the only person out of my friend group that's like, yeah, fuck no. It's okay. I mean, it's just like that's where our generations go. I, I mean, feel it's like realistic. I have respect for both. If you want to have kids, have when you when you don't and you don't want to have, I kids. understand. Like we are animals, and like you know, we have the urge to reproduce, and like I understand. You're a caring person. You're a fucking nurse. Like you should absolutely have oh, a child. You'd be a great mom. Uh we better start our LLCs so we can afford some houses for your baby. Um, yeah, talking about partners and babies, but these uh, these men are, are going to therapy. You guys, we've been interviewing people. We're yeah, going to hopefully put that on some later episodes. And we are learning that some men actually have therapists. And we love that. Yes. They're and leveling the fuck up. I can't believe how many people, like how many dudes, how many guys said they're in, they're in therapy or if they've had therapy. Or they do something self-care wise at least. And I was like blown away. Like, I know, like we really had some negative assumptions about what we were going to hear answers I guess. to, but we're excited to share this with y'all. But going into that, um, we love men that have therapists. Thank you. Love a man that has a therapist. Um, should I just they put that just on my... to the standards list. Add it to the standards list. Do I put that on my profile? Question. Ooh, like just. Just be like, um, if you go to therapy, swipe right. Love it. Love it. <laughs> and like, if anything, that'll just in inspire more men to go find a therapist so they can swipe right. Right. Boom. If you don't think you need a therapist, swipe left. Oh, love that. Even better. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, anyways, uh, so we should definitely start normalizing this in relationships. Yeah, like therapy is important. We all fucking need therapy. I don't care what you've been through, what you haven't been through. We all fucking could use it. Yeah, and there's different types of therapy. It's not like you just sit and fucking talk to someone. There's like 10,000 different ways that there's like kind of therapy. I know that there's like mainstream therapy when you're like, Oh, I'm gonna sit on the couch and talk to a person. Mm -hmm. But there's and honestly, yeah, it's hard to find a therapist that you actually like and can learn from. And I'm not in therapy right now because the last therapist I had just did not help me at all. And you know, yeah, but that's but that's part of it. You that's just part find of it. the right person. You have to find the right person to talk to. Otherwise, it's not worth it. Mm -mm. Sometimes yeah. just talking and reflecting just helps you in general, but. Yeah, you kind of want a person that understands and can, like, talk through situations. Like, that's the whole point. Yeah, exactly. And, like, like you said, we should normalize, like, 
relationship therapy like it has this negative connotation like if you need a uh, yeah, marriage relation- counseling yeah. <laughs> if your relationship needs therapy then it's over it's over exactly which you know I can't say I've ever like proactively sought out therapy in the beginning of a mm-hmm. relationship and maybe you don't need it in the beginning of a relationship but if you maybe if you realize you're like struggling to communicate with each other you could just Every, use that I'm gonna tell you right now not that this is surprising everyone would do better with better with more communication there is no such thing as too much communication i'm sorry there's not not, my opinion there's literally so many relationships that could have been saved with just fucking opening your mouth and telling someone something yeah just saying how you feel instead of assuming because that happens so much assuming i hate it anyways um yeah so yeah so i hope that both of us in our next relationships have really strong communication and if we don't then we're able to have open and honest conversations about what we can do about that it's gonna be on this podcast i'm just kidding we're probably gonna be single for forever because (laughs) we're on this podcast uh maybe Maybe. Kidding. So we also love a man that levels up in the bedroom. <laughs> oh, yes, we do. Talk about that double decker. Um, wait a minute. What? <laughs> Are we talking about like DP? Like I what, guess it could be a, a form of decker? Is DP. That, is that like two men? Like is double decker? So okay, if you look up the on the internet, that's scary. <laughs> Urban Dictionary? Maybe. Maybe Urban Dictionary? Is that a thing anymore? I actually looked up something on it today, but yeah. Well, <gasps> you looked up something on there today? I'm aging myself. Was it Double Decker? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm so bad. Can you see me blushing? I'm, I'm like, uh. Okay, so anyways, look up Double Decker on the internet. Do you dare me? I dare you right now. What is urban, um, urban dictionary? We're not even, oh, yeah. Okay. Are you going to urban dictionary? Because I feel like dictionary. if you pull up double decker on the internet, you're going to see the bus. Oh, good point. Good point. I mean, that's what, I mean, that's what most people think of. They're not, not like us, us, but most people. <laughs> not us, but, um. All right. Double decker. All right. Reading this off the cuff. To leave an upper decker in the toilet tank and to leave a floater in the bowl this can either be a two-man job or performed by a single person really who breaks this payload into two segments it's about shitting the result is that the water in the bowl will be brown and the water that comes from the tank during the flush will also be brown okay that's definitely that's not what definitely i was talking not about what we that's were talking gross. about and Ew, i don't even know why that's so called double decker gross. men are disgusting who wrote this Oh, here's the other. Here's the real one. Here's the. But I don't think this is what you're talking about. All right, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, maybe Urban Dictionary is about today, but (laughs) double decker. The act of taking a shit while while another is sitting on your lap and shitting simultaneously between your legs. (laughs) So like y'all actually, are both shitting <laughs> on each other. Oh I've actually, I've honestly, I've seen that one before. I, I, I understand. What, what do you fucking mean? You've seen that before, like? No, 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 no not in real life. Stop it. <laughs> on a porn? No, I've, I've, I should say that I've heard that before. Like double decker being like <laughs> shitting at the same time. Okay, or it can even just be someone sitting on your lap while the other person's taking a shit. That's great. Like, no. I'm thinking hell? about both of them shitting I'm at the same of, time. Like, DP is what I thought double so, decker yeah, meant. So, okay, so. Oh! The, all right. You I found, found something. <laughs> she's going <laughs> to. The internet has. Still scrolling now. Has, okay. Has trashed. Okay, go ahead. Go double ahead. decker. How many people upvoted this comment? All right. Anyways, the upvotes on the on the shitting on somebody else's lap while sitting on somebody else's lap while they're shitting is 42. All right, this definition of double de- decker has 37 upvotes, and I don't it know reads, what that means. But okay, yeah. Anyways, this definition of double decker reads: when a man puts on a strap on above his cock, yep, and double penetrates a woman, yep. Holy fuck! I didn't know that's that was ex- a thing. That's honestly exactly what I was about to talk about. Do you want to hear the sentence example? Oh, yeah. Let's hear it. 
since Roddy wasn't able to make it to our planned threesome with him, <gasps> me and his girlfriend and I just got a strap on and double deckered her. <gasps> Posted by Moosey Poo on April 14th. I feel like that sentence could have been a little bit better, but I like it. Yeah, it was pretty, it's actually grammatically like, incorrect. I didn't read it before. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, they're like, wait a minute, we're supposed to have a threesome with DP? What the, fuck? Um, right, the last just, definition. Just, which is totally irrelevant. We're going to get back to this crazy definition. The act of merging a buffalo pizza slice with a barbecue pizza slice. Man, did you see the solo take down that double decker? Okay. Okay. Anyways. So, double fucking decker the man puts a strap on on and the yep. strap on goes in your VV. <laughs> what did I just say? But you know what I mean. Wow. No. Oh, the strap on would go in your... B. <laughs> your B-H. Not your B-H. I'm, I'm dying. I'm trying to censor I'm, myself a bit here. I'm dying. Why are you trying to censor yourself right now? Know. We just went off The to, strap on goes in. What? We just went out to Fremont and there are people like pissing in the street and shit. Good fucking point. Good point. Um, anyways. No censor here. Anyways. Um, so... It depends you, on what position. Yeah, please tell me more. I yeah, need all it, the details. It, it definitely depends on the position, right, that you have. Yeah, if you have a strap on and your dick out, I mean, first of all, that's going to be a little complicated because it has to go over your dick. Yeah, like... You can't put it on your balls. Maybe if your dick <laughs> curves down, would that work better? I'm just... The logistics of this, I'm just confused. Nah, I think honestly, if you have a curved dick, it's gonna be really hard to double dick anyone. True, but you know, I don't have but a penis. Like okay, I guess but they're both gonna go up. Yeah. How? This sounds like it hurts. Okay, has or great. I don't know. Um, I don't have you ever used a? Okay, let's talk about DP for a minute, like regular double penetration, right? Which let's define that because that's two men. And, and your two holes and one woman's two holes at the same time, correct? Yes. So okay. that's that's how I mean. That's that's how I view it. So like if you're talking Do about I look double, up DP? no, please okay. don't. That's Fuck scary. Um. So I feel like when you're talking about double penetration, you're talking about two guys, uh-huh. one girl. Yeah. Different than spit roasting. What the fuck is spit roasting? Okay, we'll get that get to that in a second. Okay. Um, but yeah, double penetration. So you have one in, you know, your vagina and then the other one in your ass. That's that's Ow. I mean, there is okay, spit roasting real quick. Um, is like one either ass or vagina and the other one is in your mouth. So like literally like a like if you think of like a spit roasting a pig, like oh one's in the ass, <laughs> like that. I didn't know there was a term for it, so that's another. Yeah. It's front and back DP versus back and back DP. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the, there's but a lot like, of. All right. So where are the guys standing? That's that's a lot of position. I was just gonna say it's a lot of position. That just came to me like. It's a lot of position. Are they? On top of each other? No. Well, you can lay. You can okay, lay so on one. Okay, so one guy has to be on the bottom in your asshole. I mean, you could do it either way. You could sit on someone's where does dick. The, the guy in missionary style. Where do his knees go? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I need a visual. Uh, do or you? Not. I'm not looking it up. Do you need a visual? Not today. Most times, if you're in that situation, things just happen, and you're not really paying attention do to they, people's like, positions. Does that really go smoothly? Yeah. Do these men need to have DP'd together before? No. Uh, like, how do you, how do we just know? How do you men just, know. just know? You just know. Sorry, I'm speaking from experience. Right. Is there any other position that you can do this in? I'm really like, my mind is racing right now. Just got all kinds of highlight reels. Not you're gonna try as many positions as possible is really what's going to happen until you find the right one that's going to hit the right spots. You're not only trying to please two people here. Really, I feel like you're only trying to please two people when it comes to PDP, but, uh, and it's not the girl, but, uh, it's all three. How, how do three people, 
how do three people find the right position? I just can't picture this. Why? All I can picture is the guy on the bottom, girl in the middle. I mean, you're sandwiched. DP sandwiched, yeah. You're always sandwiched, almost. I just can't think of any other position that would work, logistically. I mean, there's like the one where they're both, I mean, technically even standing up, you're sandwiched. Uh, how? So they're just like, <laughs> you should see me. They're just like getting their hip thrust in, like full limbo, limbo mode. <laughs> like, are we going limbo mode to get the DP on? I'm just so confused. Limbo. I'm like trying to understand her body movements right now. They are not, not very good. Um, I feel like you need like a special sex, like, swing seat. Multi-layer. No. Why do you make? Why are you making it so complicated? Because it is complicated. I'm it's not <laughs> that complicated. I'm telling you, it's not that complicated. Okay. DP is different from double decking, though. Okay. So yeah, let's talk about double decking again. <laughs> we'll go back to DP another episode. I'm just gonna. Is there more to touch on? You won't tell me. I'll. I'll go over the positions, guys. Yeah, you won't let it out now. Oh my god, okay, so like, the easiest position is just climbing like you're riding someone's dick and then someone's behind you. Oh, but still, like... What are you worried about? If There's you're on no... a bed on top... Yeah. How can he be low enough unless his legs are like on top of the guy's legs? so confused on why you're so confused. I'm just trying to picture this. Alright, guys laying down. You're on top. Yes, like you're about to ride Guys' legs are straight. Because guys' legs are straight when you're on top. Am I right? The bottom guys. I mean, not always. Well, like, kind of like V. Like, not... Well, anyways, I'm trying to think of the logistics of this. So, for the third guy to be on top of you, the the bottom guy needs to be... And going over, or they oh, could like be nailing off the bed. You're yes. at the edge of the bed, so then the, the guy on the bottom would have to have like his knees off the bed. Like, like you can do that. That's okay. That's a, okay, now I'm understanding. That's, okay, that's another position. I can visualize. That's another. That's another visual. Perfect, guys. I hope you're visualizing all of this. <laughs> to be honest. Uh, anyways, going back to the double decker situation, DP experience, no double decker experience, which sad face. I mean, like, if oh, you don't have double decker experience, not double yet. decker yet. Anyways, uh, if you can find someone that loves you enough to be putting on a strap on and their dick, I mean, that's fucking nice. I feel like why would a guy? Is that offensive? Why would a guy be opposed to putting a strap on on? I don't need two dicks. I got one bitch while I have my dick enough for you. <laughs> All right, maybe. No offense, guys. We love you. Um, <laughs> I actually, maybe it might be on a question list. Would you double deck? <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, how guys feel Women about bitches, toys. By the way. Toys in the bedroom. I think we do have that as a question. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of guys feel like it. T- it's like, uh... It's offensive to have toys in the bedroom. Yeah. Like, I should be enough. Like, bruh, like, get... No. Like, pump yourself up. Like, give yourself all the all the nice equipment. Like, be ready. Make it easier for yourself, honestly. Be ready. Be ready. Because, okay, it takes us 20 to 40 minutes, right, to get... Um, what is that? Climb Aroused? the hill? Yeah. Enough climb a hill of arousal. Climb. For real? I didn't know that. 20 to 40 minutes for women. No wonder uh, foreplay is so important to women. It's super I important. I have no idea. That makes sense. Especially when these guys come in like 30 seconds. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> but yeah. Where's what is the lie? Where's the lie? What is what is 30 seconds to 20 minutes? A fuck ton. Right? And that's why two rounds is important, guys. Even more would be better. But at least <laughs> two rounds. Or uh, math tape before you come. Or, like, before you come over. Or, like, something. That's what I'm saying. Have your arsenal full. Bring some freaking <laughs> toys. I'm telling you, it's only going to help you. It's not going to hurt you. And she would be so fucking turned on. Like, yeah, when that guy brought that vibrator and he was like, yo, the other day I failed, but I came back stronger. I have a vibrator now. <laughs> and I was like, damn, that turned me on so much. I am ready. I, to like, go he in. was totally ready. Yeah. 
totally ready. He was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it this time and I'm gonna do it big. Oh yes, Daddy. Okay. We so love that's what that. I'm saying. I think it depends on the guy. How he feels about toys, how he feels about his ego in the bedroom and all that stuff. If he's going to put on a strap on and have his dick. Because most guys get a little... They're not going to have another guy join. Yeah. Well, I actually talked about that with someone last night. He's like, the most popular threesome is going to be two girls and a guy. Yeah, hands down. this whole, like, stereo, uh, societal pressure of, like, you're gay or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, this, like, but, but, to be honest with you, when someone masculine. says threesome, <laughs> your first thought, most of the time, and that is with most people, go to two girls and a guy. For sure. You're right. So. Because that's what society loves to see. <laughs> okay, anyway. Or at least in an old school way. Ignorant society. Um, and, and we're not shaming each. I like both threesomes. Doesn't matter. My I'm thing not is, shaming any threesome. Yeah, I'm ever, like with what any sex. Maybe they're talking about a double decker, and it is two girls and one guy. And he's like, I need an extra penis handy. You know what I'm saying? Cuckolding thought, probably. I wouldn't know. No, what I'm saying is like, <laughs> what if you had a threesome, two girls, one guy, and the guy's like. I need to double deck. Is that even considered double decking? <laughs> I need to double deck. <laughs> right, if you had two girls, one guy, no, you can't double deck. What yes, is- you can. He doesn't have two. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get what I'm that's saying, not, though? Yeah. I don't think I'm that's visualizing what, that. I'm that not, seems a lot easier for some reason. Uh, I don't think that would be considered double decking, but that would... That'd be great. It'd be, it must be like double, double decking. <laughs> what? But not quite. I don't know. I mean, you'd have to have three straps on. Oh, Lordy. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been fun. <laughs> All the double decking. But if you can find someone that loves you enough to grab a strap on, put it on top, and then you got two dicks to play with, why not? I mean, if he's going to get jealous of not of having, have, you know, like you can't have another guy in the bedroom, then he's going to grab a toy and he's going to put it and he's going to be like, this is, I got you. I got you, boo. Yeah, boo. Right? So double decking could be... Uh, what do you call that? A instead of DP. Yeah, it could be like a good like fantasy fulfilling yeah type thing. Instead like of very DP, similar. That's, that's what she wants. That's a good common ground. Yeah. If you're not down there's for a two man threesome. Okay, I love that. Oh, there's like toys made for this. Yeah. And then like, where's like how does the guy lose in this? Because his real dick is in the asshole. Or in the vagina, depending on oh, what yeah, position you're in. Oh, yeah, duh. Or you could bend. Listen, you can be... You can be wherever. You can be wherever. <laughs> you can be wherever you want. You can be missionary. You can be... I'm <laughs> just picturing a guy with, like, six strap-ons <laughs> up his stomach. Six strap-ons! Oh, lordy! Triple double-decker! <laughs> Oh God! Triple decker? Are we triple do- decker? Are we triple decking Where's now? Where's that bus at? Uh, that would be a little too tall for the streets. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Thanks for listening to us talk about all the dicks. To be honest, if you're still listening at this point, we we genuinely you're the ones that you're also the real ones. yeah. All the all you're the, down for DPs and double D. <laughs> I mean, we'll update you on uh, if double decking happens in our future. I'm I'm not opposed. Are you opposed? Uh, uh, only to a certain extent. I only only do butt things with people that I would be very serious with. So, okay, well, get someone serious. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'll let you know if double decking does happen, but now you guys know what it is. So if you got a partner, um, go see how they feel about it. Yeah, man. Fuck it. They're like, nah, you can't have another guy in the bedroom, but you can have a strap on. <laughs> I feel like they'd be down. What do you call it? 
Unpacking the essentials, baby. Yep, what did we unpack today? We're in Vegas, oh. life is beautiful, figuratively and metaphorically. Level up. Leveling up. And climb that cities. Climb that double decker. Climb that bus. Get up there. Let the wind blow through your hair. Yes. Oh yeah, that tour guide on our bus called us the Florida Flashers. I cannot. It's real cute. We were not flashing anybody, I promise. He's just like, what's another F word? <laughs> the alliteration king. Um, yeah. Uh, you know? And, uh, if you're down for the double decker, whether it's the bus or the sex, please let us know. Yeah, DM us. We Tell appreciate us it. it. Um, we love all the experiences that we've gotten. So, uh, yeah. If you've definitely tried anything that we've talked about, please give us the deets. And um, if you aren't following us already, we really appreciate you follow us. Yeah, check Instagram. out the baggage claim, you know, TikTok, Instagram. 30. Journey podcast on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Dirty Journey podcast on Instagram. <clears throat> Dirty Girl Journey on TikTok. And we're going to have a, the fucking best time in Vegas. And then we'll see you guys in Cali. Yes. And if you want a sticker, hit us up. We'll send you one. All right. Bye. Bye.